I believe Joss Whedon. Take two. Jeez, what the hell happened there? My God. Internet just uh, decided to go, hey, guess what? You're going to go live right now? I think not. Man. Yeah, I don't know what happened. Glitch in the Matrix, something. Uh, so, yeah, I don't know what happened, but Internet just went out. Yeah, I could always tell because I always have my uh, my TV on that has the Google Chromecast. And they always like post like random like uh, images just right there. And sure enough, like when all of a sudden I saw the circle on my laptop start going, and I looked over at my TV and it was all, check your internet connection. I went, ah, crap. So there you go. That's what it is. So sorry about that, guys. So welcome back. Welcome back to Film Junkie Live. <laughs> I had to delete, you know, the previous tweets, delete the uh, previous stream and everything like that. So that sucks. But anyways, guys, we're good. We're back. I'm not. I'm gonna say hi all together with everybody again. So you know, I'm not gonna go through everything again. We already uh, we already said hi to everybody. Everybody's out there. I blame Jose because you know he couldn't. You know because he he's getting fitted for a suit, so he can't watch. So he like sabotaged the stream. Or maybe it was Jody's corner. I don't know. But uh, yeah, so we're back, man. Hopefully that doesn't happen again. I swear. I remember that one time when I accidentally clicked to stop the stream. That was fun. That was fun when that happened. Sniped by Sarnoff. Yeah, could have been Sarnoff. It really could have been. Or Toby. Either one. Or just Warner Brothers in general. That's what it was. Anyways, guys. Well, welcome back. Thank you for uh, coming back. We'll talk again. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you just missed my uh, the stream. Got all messed up there. So we're good. All right. So let's just get right into it then, huh? So hopefully you guys had a good day. Hopefully you guys are doing. Make sure you smash that like, thumbs up again. Do all that. Make sure you subscribe to everything, all that. And then, of course, uh, if you want to join the Patreon, it's right down there. So it's the Film Junkie Closet. If you want to join, become a member, do all that stuff. And if you're not watching it live, guess what? It's all chaptered out for you, just in case you don't want to just hear me talk nonsense for the intro of this stream. So, whew, man, I tell you. Hi, everybody again. Man, it's the heat. Because it's fucking, it's summer again in SoCal. It's SoCal. I blame the heat. Mother Nature. That's what it is. Because summer just all of a sudden just said, hey, going to tease a little bit. It's, it's currently, let's see, what is it currently right now? It's currently 90 degrees outside. That's right. Got up to about 95. So could have been that maybe. But yes, very much now in Southern California for the next few days i think all the way till sunday and then sunday it's going to start cooling off but yes it's going to be in the 90s for the next three days so that's going to be fun so that's probably what it was good old mother nature just being a bitch how dare she anyways okay we're back everything's good hopefully no more glitches i swear to god i paid my bill oh man so i gotta do that again oh no where oh, okay, hold on a sec. Where am I at here? See, now I gotta find I gotta find my place back in uh, everything right here. All right, here we go, guys. Let's get to those tweets. Okay, all right. <laughs> now we're back. So, guys, yesterday, um, I didn't even really realize this, but right before I went live, I retweeted uh, Rebel Moon updates, 
And uh, obviously, uh, it was like, all right, cool, yes, you know, costume department, blah, blah, blah. But I was like, I didn't really put a lot of emphasis on the fact that we have basically a first look at the Rebel Moon logo, you know, and this was getting passed around today. Room 215, just one off. Wouldn't it have been beautiful if it was actually room 214? It would have been pretty crazy if that was the case. And uh, thank you, Mr. Rhett Proctor. Time for Toby Emmerich to get the boot for ruining Zach's movie and DC in general. I know. Well, just ruining any... I mean, there's other things that he probably ruined in general, too. There's uh, some interesting tweets about Toby that uh, that we'll be talking about, of course. But um, anyway, so yeah, I just didn't even like think about it. I was like, oh, yeah, that is kind of like a, you know probably what's going to be on the slate and everything like that. If you notice, the the font is very similar to uh, Zack Snyder's Justice League. In fact, I'm pretty sure it's the same exact font. So we already started getting some uh, concept art right here. We got Mr. Uh, Mr. Uh, Krypton Cage right here, who um, he kind of mocked up this right here. But not only did he do that, he, uh, he actually also did a video, a little video, Showing like, you know, Zack Snyder film and then showing the Rebel Moon logo right there. So looking pretty beautiful. So a lot of people were uh, jumping on that right there. So that's cool. So, yeah, there you go, guys. So, I mean, I guess you could say that, you know, we've been waiting for some Rebel Moon tea. Well, we got the Rebel Moon logo, I guess you could say right here. So there you go. We just need some more. It's starting to f It's going to film this month, right? Was it April or was it May? It was April, right? Yeah, I guess we'll see what happens with that. Anyways, moving along. Here's a cool little uh, Schuma Joel Schumacher's Batman Forever right here. I like it. Little poster right there. This is pretty funny. So somebody spliced in uh, Mr. Saul Goodman right here in Spider-Man No Way Home. It's pretty oh, funny. Here we go. Public masturbation. Public oh, masturbation. I knew it. Nice. How did it looks almost it looks basically flawless too? Look at how good that looks. I just really need to That's crazy. Good job, alternate alternative cuts by doing that. Splicing in Saul right there in Spider-Man No Way Home. It's good stuff right there. I love it. And uh, apparently uh, people are looking at this little image right here. We still don't have we still don't have a trailer for Thor Love and Thunder. But they posted this right here that, yes, that, in fact, there's going to be, like, you know, Thor Love and Thunder press, and they were all kind of holding up their, you know, different whatever. So I guess, like, it's Thor Love and Thunder is going to be released on November 4th, 2022. Is that what's happening, I guess? So I a little Easter egg right there. That's what everybody's kind of uh, suspecting. So there you go. I don't know. Who knows? I'm not really looking forward to it. I know we're probably going to get a trailer with Doctor Strange, but... I'm really not looking forward to it, <laughs> to be honest. I didn't really like. I didn't like Ragnarok, so we'll see. Uh, Paddington Bear, of course, with John Wick right there. That's pretty cool. And uh, hopefully, you guys got your tickets. Of course, we're gonna watch, or we're gonna kind of break down. I haven't watched the new trailer that's coming out for Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. So. Um, hopefully you guys got your tickets. I got my tickets today for IMAX, which is uh, going to be beautiful. And happy birthday. Hey, look at us. Look at us. Look at him. Happy birthday to Paul Rudd. That's right. It's his birthday to today, too. And we all love Paul Rudd, right? Uh, hating on Thor. Yes, I'm hating on Thor. Well, I don't hate on Thor. I just I didn't like Ragnarok. That's all. Wasn't really a big fan. Here's another poster right here. 
Good. I mean, it's not it's not the floating heads poster right there. I love the fact that he's holding up the devil horns. That's pretty interesting. Yeah. So that's a pretty cool poster right there. I'm, I'm telling you, the posters are getting pretty better. You know, they're getting better when it comes to that. And then, uh, man, back in uh, on this day in 2007, the double feature containing Tarantino's Death Proof and Rod- Robert Rodriguez's Planet Terror came out. I watched this in the movie theater. Um, it was great. I don't know if you guys saw saw um, this uh, the Grindhouse double feature, but it was absolutely fucking fantastic. Me and a buddy of mine, we went and watched this whole thing, and it was quite an experience to watch two movies from two of my all-time favorite directors, and then to have like these mock these mock fake trailers in between that uh, from Rob Zombie from Edgar Wright. Oh man, it was uh, it was great. So yeah. 2007 that was so long ago they need to do more stuff like that why not grindhouse was great yeah they were so great and, th- and yeah didn't rob zombies film then that then he actually turn that into an actual film i couldn't remember i thought sam raimi on making spider-man 4 anything is possible really anything in the marvel universe any team-ups i love to work with toby again and then, of course, he talks about the love he had for Toby, the love he had for Kirsten Dunst and blah, blah, blah. This is really a non-answer. And I'm sure when it comes to press for Doctor Strange 2, there's going to be a lot of talks. Every fucking interviewer is going to ask Sam Raimi, are you going to do Spider-Man 4, Spider-Man 4, Spider-Man 4? And he's just going to have to give these vague type answers. And I'm just like, can you stop? You're just going to get the same answer. You're going to get this. Anything is possible. Anything is possible. Anything is possible. Okay. He's not going to straight up be like, nah, fuck that. I'm not going to do it. I don't want to do it. Why would I want to make another spot? I made three. I don't need to make another one. No, he's not going to say that. Or he's not going to be like, yep, we're going to make it. Yeah. You didn't know. You didn't hear. So expect a lot of this. There's just going to be a lot because of course the press tour uh, it's going to be happening when it comes to uh, Doctor Strange, and they're just going to constantly ask him about Spider-Man 4. I hope he does, but he's not going to be able to give an answer. So just saying, just saying. And hey, here's a picture that's straight out of my fucking nightmares. Oh, oh, ah. Now, this isn't real, thank God, because they probably realized why would they fucking do this? But yes. Uh, I saw this right here, and man, that's just gross. Can you imagine? Pineapple, stuffed crust, pizza. Good God. Ugh. Man, I tell you, that's just, uh, it should not be real, Jacob. Get out of here. But yeah, apparently it was, it's not real. Thank God. But still, I wouldn't be surprised if eventually it ends up being real. Ugh. Good Lord. Who the, I mean, even if you like pineapple on pizza, would you want it stuffed in your crust? You know, would you want it in the crust? You know, just that's just a little too much. Ugh, get out of here with that, man. Yeah, I'm going to have nightmares about that tonight. Good Lord. Here's a pretty cool poster right here. Yeah. Um, obviously showing old Bruce Wayne right there, the Flash. And then, you know what I want to see? And I hope we do see it. I, I, I'm kind of curious if there's going to be something. The reason why I like this image so much. I mean, first off, first off, I mean, it wouldn't be crazy if he had if he had Ace, the dog, you know, if he, I mean, like, <laughs> if he had him. I mean, obviously, we're going to see Ace and Super Pets, 
But um, it would be kind of crazy if um, they decided to actually have Bruce Wayne have a dog. I doubt it, but, you know, you never know. But I, what I what I want to see, though, is the seat, the suits. I want to see the suits in the Batcave displayed. That is what I want to see because we've always seen that. I would love to actually see 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 that. It is kind of funny, though. In this art, they put a cape on Nightwing's costume, which is funny. But, uh, you know, whatever. I mean, I guess that's technically going to be a Robin costume. Who knows? Anyways, and then you get the Northman right here, which, uh, of course, uh, everybody's raving about it who saw it already. And uh, we got some character posters right here. Anya Taylor-Joy, of course, with those pretty eyes. And then, of course, we got Mr. Alexander Skarsgård just looking like a beast. Yeah, there was like an entire, you know, everybody got a character poster, so that was pretty cool. And speaking of Alexander Skarsgård, I always forget that he was in Zoolander. Do you guys remember that? Apparently that was his first movie. That was his first role he ever had. He was one of the models that that uh, was in the apartment with Derek Zoolander when they all went for a joyride and they all blew up. Yeah, I did not, I totally forgot that Alexander Skarsgård was one of the models right there. So there you go. And look at that. Speaking of his, and then you got his little brother, Bill Skarsgård. Uh, somebody made this art right here, and um, his name was like Diamond something, whatever. I credited him in the, uh, I credited him to the video or something like that. But yeah, he made a little mock-up of Bill Skarsgård as the crow right there. So Eric Draven, gonna be interesting to see what happens. And then uh, Mr. Fide Alvarez, he is teasing the alternate ending for his Evil Dead movie that he made nine years ago. He said, also, there is an alt ending to my Evil Dead where Mia was taken by the Force just like Bruce was at the end of the first film. I could share it here if you want. Just let me know, and I'll post the take. So, hello. I don't know. Did he post it yet? I don't think he did. Did he post any? I know he posted some other stuff. Oh, yeah. So he did kind of do something. There it is. Yes. So he did. He posted a part of it. So very similar to what happens at the end of the original Evil Dead, which I love. That's pretty cool. All right. I wasn't sure if he posted it, but yeah, he did post it five hours ago. So yeah, it's been nine years since the Evil Dead remake and uh, it's good stuff. Good stuff. I actually liked I actually liked his remake. I mean, I still love the original by, of course, Sam Raimi, but the remake was actually pretty good. The remake makes you crawl. Like, the, the practical gore in the fucking Evil Dead remake, man, made me squirmish, man. And then he posted this right here, little Polaroids of uh, a film in the movie right there. So, love it. Absolutely love it. And then look at this. Hey, where's, uh, is Aaron Bailey out there? Can we, uh, can we get Aaron Bailey to uh, make another mock-up of uh, the Joker's face where his mouth doesn't look like it's shooting out? Like, uh, you know, like a like a hound. But look at this right here. We have uh, I guess this is from Poor Toys Joker Custom right here. But look at that. There's Barry Keegan, Keogan, Kia, whatever. I can I, I got to look up and see how you say his name. But look at that face so we can actually get like a full on face of what this fucker looks like, what this Joker looks like. God damn. He's got a, you know, I mean, I don't know. Maybe he had some, you know, he had a little too much fun. So he's got, you know, some sores around his mouth. I don't know. No, but um, yeah, looks absolutely creepy. And uh, yeah, I'm digging it. I like the eyebrows. I like the fact that the eyebrows are shooting up like that. I mean, of course, we don't have the hair on him yet. But I mean, when it comes to this Joker, Matt Reeves did say that he was kind of born with deformity. So they're not going to really go with the, the chemical route 
with this Joker, it seems like they're not going to be doing that. It's the fact that he was born this way. And then, of course, being mocked and ridiculed all his life kind of turned him crazy and probably had terrible parents. Who knows? That's what I'm kind of wondering. Like, how much of the backstory are we going to get from this Joker right here? But this is fucking creepy as hell. Keegan. Okay. Because somebody said it was like Cohen or something like that because he's Irish, right? It like it, they, the way they say it is Cohen. So, but anyways, yeah. So this looks absolutely creepy. I think, yeah. Um, I'm digging it though. I'm, I'm kind of curious of how much they're going to dive into that backstory of this Joker. But there you go. Creepy as all hell right there. I, I like it. I like it a lot. And, uh, yep, of course, we'll be talking about that. Four-year anniversary for The a Quiet Place, which is a great movie. This is hilarious right here. <laughs> what the fuck? I just thought that was funny. And Fangoria was like, beep, beep, Richie. <laughs> so, so what the fuck is happening right there? And then we got this Joker that we need to see more of in the A or cut. That's right. This Joker was affected by chemicals. There you go. Release that A or cut. And then I, I showed this video yesterday, but I like the caption that this guy put right here. This was literally the d dynamic between the Riddler and Batman, which is absolutely true. If you wanted to see, I mean, this is the Riddler right here, and Batman's like, what the fuck are you doing? Stop it. I'm trying to stop you. So that was a good caption right there. <laughs> Such a good caption. Uh, this is just a great picture of a, <laughs> of a dog. With a samurai sword and his eyes are glowing and a bunch of frat boys are behind them, behind the dog cheering them on. I thought that was great. Yeah, speaking of Toby, guys, I mean, viewer and uh, viewer and on, I mean, take it or leave it while they're how legit this uh, this Twitter handle is. But, you know, apparently they have like their ear on the pulse of Hollywood right here. But I mean, we're going to talk more about Toby Emmerich, but it says even ignoring this uh, shaky handling of DC properties, Toby Emmerich is a bootlicking piece of shit. I've heard it from so many people. He was a driving factor in New Line Cinema ceasing to exist as an independent studio. What? Crazy. So we'll talk more about that. We'll talk more about Toby Emmerich. Breaking, Remedy and Rockstar Games have announced they are remaking Max Payne 1 and 2. I told you guys I love this game. I played both of these, both Max Payne 1 and 2 religiously. I mean, if they're, I mean, I'm getting closer and closer, guys, to get a console, and I'll probably do some streaming of gaming because I do want to play the Gotham Knights game. I do want to play uh, Suicide Squad Kills the Justice League, and, I, and now I'm like, well, shit. I will want to play the new Max Payne because I loved this game so much. But bullet time, man. Bullet time. And, uh, you know, so just all that stuff in everything. So we'll see what happens. Oh, don't turn on the music. Anyways, so I'm, I'm really hoping that that, you know, if that's going to be the case, then I'm definitely going to have to get a console and just do that. Yo, what's going on, Mr. Uh, Tim Diaz? Uh, don't stream your gaming. Well, you don't have to watch. You don't have to watch, Jacob. It's fine. It's fine. I'll probably suck anyways. I'll just give some color, colorful commentary. So, All right, then. All right, let's talk about Ezra. Sigh. <laughs> 
I know. It just seems like it's like, come on, can we just catch a break here? Yesterday, we were all kind of going like, well, well, things are happening. Things are happening. I mean, first off, Jason Kylar steps down from CEO of uh, Warner Media, And then, of course, uh, Ann Sarnoff steps down uh, from her position, which I always forget exactly what her position was, mainly because it was like, what exactly is her position, to be honest? We kind of just kind of go, what exactly does she do? I mean, the only, I mean, I said it before, I said it yesterday and I'll say it again today is like one of the reasons why people in the fandom and people that like didn't like her and were like, bye bye was the fact that she was part of that. She gave that interview, that pre-recorded interview that was posted on Monday following Zack Snyder's Justice League that was putting the kibosh on everything, the air cut, the Snyderverse, anything about that. And uh, that's why we kind of went, okay, and sucks. And now we're like, bye bye. So, yeah, yesterday was kind of like a day of like, oh my God, we're kind of celebrating, like things are happening with all this stuff. But then today, sadly, first off, we get met with this news about. Uh, about Ezra again, and the fact that Warner Brothers basically, when the arrest happened, that they kind of had like an emergency meeting and they were kind of figuring out what exactly, what are we going to do here? What are we going to do? You know, so that's what was happening. I actually posted a poll on uh, on the YouTubes to see what you, uh, some of you guys thought. Should, first off, let's look at this. So I said, do you think Ezra Miller should be recast for The Flash? said yes. Wow. I was kind of not expecting that. I mean, it's pretty close. It's only 10% off, but I really wasn't expecting that because it's just kind of weird how all this stuff is happening. It's like, no, no, like, no, no, don't cast him. Make sure he gets the help. Make sure he gets, like, the direction pointed the right way. And then, you know, but let's keep it intact. So first off, we have people want to recast Batfleck, and now people want to recast Ezra. Wow, we were just restoring that Snyderverse perfectly, aren't we? I, I'm just kind of trying to understand the things. It's like, what do we want here? What do we want here? I don't know if anybody really knows what the hell they want. But anyways, here's the article right here from Rolling Stone. Exclusive! An insider says Miller had frequent meltdowns during production last year on The Flash and described the actor as losing it. So Ezra Miller arrest prompts emergency Warner Brothers meeting about Star's future. So here we go. Let's dive into it. Will, I don't know why they have to mention Will Smith again. Why is it that, that when stuff like this happens, why do we have to compare it to other things that are happening? The Will Smith thing is completely different from the Ezra Miller thing. Why are people, you know what I'm tired of seeing on the timeline when it comes to Twitter? Where was this energy when, you know, when I see a tweet that starts off, where was this energy when I just immediately want to fucking throw up? Stop saying that. Where was this energy win? Where was this? Why do we have to? We always have to compare everything so much. It gets annoying as hell. And right off the bat, the opening sentence, Will Smith isn't the only one in Hollywood story. You know, blah, 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 blah. It's like, wow, you really have to bring the Will Smith situation in there. It's like, fuck off. It's a totally different situation. Stop it. Anyways, sorry, I'm getting ranty right now. On March 30th, Warner Brothers and DC executives held an emergency impromptu meeting to discuss Ezra Miller's future with the studio following the Flash star's recent arrest for disorderly conduct and harassment. According to the knowledgeable source, the consensus in the room was to hit pause on any future projects involving Miller, including possible appearances in the DC Cinematic Universe. The studio 
has more than a year before it has to make any hard decisions about a potential sequel to The Flash. Warner Brothers also has avoided making any key decisions on tentpole on tent poles ahead of Discovery taking control of Warner Media in a $43 million mega merger. Warner Brother, uh, Warner Media chief Ann Sarnoff announced on Tuesday that she is exiting the company as AT&T spins off its entertainment, blah, 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 blah. Last month, Warner Brothers moved, uh, moved the Andres, 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 Andres Muschietti. Helmed first installment of the Flash production fraught with drama from November 4th, 2022 to June 23rd, 2023. One insider says Miller had frequent meltdowns during production last year on the Flash. While the insider stresses there was no yelling or violent outbursts, they described Miller as losing it. Ezra would get uh, would get a thought in his head and say, I don't know what I'm doing. The uh, insider tells Rolling Stone, according to um, according to the March 28th police report, Miller uh, became agitated after patrons at the Hawaii. We already know about all that. So there's that. The incident took place blah, 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 a day before Miller's Fantastic Beasts. You know, yeah, castmates were doing all that. Even more troubling, a local couple. Yeah, we talked about the couple. We talked about this. But the main thing about this is the fact that they are wondering, like, Warner Brothers is basically just like, Hey, what are we going to do right here? And it's kind of funny, too, because, I mean, man, we are just living in an age. We are living in such an age of, um, of like, just too much information. Just too much information that just spills out from all this stuff, you know? And that's the thing. It's like we never used to hear about stuff. I mean, how much stuff that we didn't hear about when it comes to, like, actors having meltdowns and whatever the hell? We used to not know about this stuff. Now we just constantly know about this stuff. And then when it comes to these big, huge movies, these big, huge superhero movies, it's just a constant fucking thing, you know? We got people that are probably just paying off people that were on set to just, like, give me some dirt or something like that. It's pretty interesting. I mean, it's... the. The thing that I like reading from that is the fact that it's like he didn't have any violent outbursts or he wasn't, you know, he's losing it, but he didn't have any violent outbursts or no yelling or anything like that. I mean, we probably definitely would have heard something like that. I reached out to, you know, people that I that are close maybe to all that stuff like that, and they didn't hear really anything. So, I mean, you got to take everything with a grain of salt, of course. But at the same time, you know what I was thinking when I was coming when it, when when I was thinking about this whole story today? This is Ezra Miller's like first like starring role in a big huge movie, right? I mean, he's of course been in the Fantastic Beast movie, and of course he was in Zack Snyder's Justice League, but he wasn't the lead. This time he's the lead. He's the lead in this movie. It's a movie that he's worked very hard at. Uh, not even, I mean, there are people too that are that don't know how much the the fact that he's very much been in the writing process, no matter who he was writing with. I mean, we all saw the Grant Morrison picture but he's very much always in the developing process of this movie this movie is very dear to his heart from what i gathered he really wants people to you know enjoy this movie he really loves playing the character so i can understand him maybe just kind of being like a little oh shit you know i went from like an indie actor to now i'm starring in a superhero film that has already had iterations before and are currently has one on you know that's on a what eight nine fucking 27th season it doesn't seem want to end um uh, so now it's like okay now we got to do that and especially with all the drama that happened with with uh justice league i mean that's gonna add some pressure definitely is gonna add some pressure but i mean remember what what affleck said he said that he had the best time that he ever did with ezra and everything so there's that too and uh we haven't really heard anything from michael keaton of course you know just little things here and there but 
you know, I mean, there's a lot of pressure. I can understand that. There's a lot of pressure. But the whole thing where we just see people just go, hey, just recast, just recast. I'm just kind of going, really? You're just going to just recast, huh? You just want to recast? Just like just the same thing with, oh, yeah, if, Bat, if Batflex's not going to do it, it would just recast. As long as we get, you know, the movies we want, right? Just recast. I mean, I just, I don't really like that. I'm, I'm kind of going like, uh, if, you know, when it comes to the sequels for Zack Snyder's Justice League, I'd want the same cast members. I'd want Ben Affleck to be Batman in the sequels. I'd want Ezra Miller to be the Flash in the sequels. So that's why when I see people just immediately go, just recast, fuck it. And then just turn, it's like, what? What, what are we doing here? You know, these are the people that Zach cast, right? So why would we want to do that? I don't know. He's a loose cannon, yeah. I mean, the thing is, though, it's like just get the help, just like how Will Smith is. I mean, if you want to compare it to Will Smith again, like this guy had a throw in the, the opening thing, it's like when it comes to this, like, hey, there's plenty of time. We have over a year before The Flash comes out. Okay, if somebody just if if we could get him, if they can get him the help to just like settle down and make sure that things aren't going to go crazy and then make the decision. Let's not make any big decisions yet. Let's get Ezra the help first and see what happens. You know, kind of curious to see, like, I mean, when we saw the uh, Justice League behind the scenes, it all it seemed like it was everything was happy. Everything was good. Uh, Ezra and Ray. Seemed like they were besties and everything like that when it came to um, when it came to behind the scenes. I don't know. Was there any kind of trouble when it came to when it came to uh, Justice League? Was there any trouble? Did we hear anything about that there? But then again, like I said, it's a little bit different here because he's the lead in this movie this time. So I don't know. It's pretty interesting. We'll see what happens. But uh, yeah, just kind of stuff we didn't want to hear. But uh, yeah, I don't mean I. I just don't like the whole thing. It's like, let's just immediately recast. I'm like, nah, let's let's wait a little bit, see if Ezra can get the help first, and then move forward with that. And I'm pretty sure if that meeting did happen, um, if that meeting did happen, they probably maybe came to that conclusion. Let's 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 hold off a little bit first. But I just hate the fact that, you know, obviously when you look at Twitter, everybody's just I was I almost tweeted out, I'm like, did do was everybody like half of my timeline apparently you guys were on set you guys knew exactly what happened you're pointing fingers oh yeah that's that's what happened it's like wait a minute let's let's wait a little let's be a little patient guys see we'll see uh i don't know maybe ezra is just having a hard time dealing with it yeah there could be that too you know, there could have been, I mean, there may, like, again, I mean, how many directors? This, this fucking movie has been cursed, okay? That's, that's going to put a lot of pressure, especially when Ezra is totally, you know, this is a passion project, and this is something, this is the biggest thing that he's ever done, okay? It's the biggest thing he's ever done, to lead a superhero movie, and the fact that you have to do something, try to do something different and better, and then, of course, you have Michael Keaton coming back, as Batman, and you got some other crazy shit that's happening in this movie too. There's a lot of pressure, a lot of pressure. It really is. So hopefully, hopefully things can work out. Okay, I'm not gonna, you know, don't immediately just go recast them just because you want your cape shit. I mean, let's let's think about let's think about the person here, the person who's got the pressure, who's got the, all the pressure that's uh, that's riding on his back. Let's think about that person first. Now, if he, if shit keeps on happening and he just can't 
figure it out and it's all just fucked up and something else happens, another thing happens, then fine. It's time for him to, to go away immediately. Sure. But let's just uh, pump the brakes on all that shit first. <sighs> there you go. Okay. And then speaking of Warner Brothers, <laughs> good old Toby. Ugh. Good old Toby Emmerich. We were hoping. We were hoping so much. We were hoping so much that this guy was going to be next on the list of exiting. But at the same time, there was things that we kept hearing that maybe it wasn't going to happen. You know, and the fact that his contract's not up till November, this could be part of it too. Who knows? Um, and then, of course, like I said, I, you saw that viewer non tweet where he says he's basically like a big ass kick kisser of bootlicker and kind of, uh, you know, he's fucked up DC properties. And of course, he fucked up New Line Cinema a little bit too. And the seizing of that. I could, you know, from what you gathered, I mean, he is a fucking, uh, he's a dickhead. He's a fucking dickhead, apparently. So uh, this was the article that came out about uh, Toby Emmerich right here. Uh, obviously, he was talking about everything that's happening. Warner Media senior leaders depart ahead of merger with Discovery falling. CEO Jason Kylar announcement right here. So, I mean, it kind of just, it's just like in the article. You know, nobody really saw it at first until people pointed it out. Uh, news of the C-suite team's departure, which was announced on the internal call and then confirmed by the company Wednesday morning, follows Jason Kylar, blah, blah, blah. Most of Kylar's direct team of direct reports will depart, including Water Media Studios and Networks Group CEO and Sarnoff. And, of course, we talked about Andy Forsell, yes, who uh, was announced Tuesday that they would be exiting the company. CFO Jennifer Burry had also been expected to leave after Discovery CFO Gunnar uh, Woodenfels was announced as the financial leader for the combined company. Executives whose departure was announced Wednesday include Christy Habegger, EVP, Communications and Chief Inclusion Officer Tony Goncalves, Okay, Gon Calls, EVP Chief Revenue Officer Jim Cummings. And then, of course, we got, yeah, just other people are leaving too, people that we don't really know about. Uh, some of the depart departing executives are expected to remain through a customary transition period. Kylar's last day will be Friday, according to the Wall Street Journal report. Warner executives who remain in their roles include Warner Brothers Pictures Group Chairman Toby Emmerich. Warner Media International President uh, Gerhard, Gerhard <laughs> Zayler. Interesting name. You know me. I screw up names all the time. And then Warner Brothers Games President David Haddad. So there you go. Right there. Nothing more about Toby when it comes to uh, this article right here. But that was the main thing right there is the fact that he will remain in the role right now as of now. Yes, it sucks, guys. Because obviously he was one of the worst. But... Like I said, like I've been saying, I mean, there might be something that's going to happen that could shine some more light on this on this uh, on this dickhead who, you know, had a very much uh, uh, a hate boner for Zack Snyder, which is funny. I always I always love watching when people pass around that clip of, uh, with the round table, the THR round table, and they talk about 300, how it was like shopped around. And then everybody at the table starts praising 300 and you see Toby, Toby Emmerich's face. And he's just kind of like, you know, he doesn't know how to act. You kind of wonder like what, what, what happened? What happened with all that? Huh? Why? 
why they hate so much. But at the same time, it's just because the guy doesn't know what he's fucking doing. He's a suit that has a corner office with a great view and probably some, you know, uh, 80-year-old scotch that's sitting on a tray right there that he pours every now and again. And he's just trying to make decisions on what's good and what's not while these filmmakers are trying to do what they do. And he, of course, has to fuck it up. So, but let's just be patient again. Yes, this sucks. It's not great news to hear, but at the same time, it's like, we'll see what happens come November or next year because his contract, of course, will be up. Maybe that's what they're waiting for. Who knows? But uh, yeah, but uh, somebody also uh, remember Stuart Stuber, right? Uh, who works with Zach. They were talking about him possibly being like a, a, a content czar or something that are coming in right there. I remember people were talking about uh, who's worked with Zach and everything. That's that's interesting, too. But at the same time, I'm like, well, you know what? At, at least again, at least Zach is over at Netflix building universes from the ground up. He's happy. And uh, I'm sure when he read this today, he went fucking asshole, you know, well, dodge another bullet. But who knows? Who knows what will happen in the future? Like I said, things might happen. Things might happen in the news that could cause a rift in uh, in this guy. And uh, hopefully maybe when things, you know, when Discovery takes over and things start still rearranging, maybe something will happen there too. But I'm thinking that the contract had a lot to do with it. So, yeah, there you go. Toby Emmerich will be gone. It's just a matter of time. Uh, I love how some people are like, I know it. I know it for, I can feel it. I feel it. I feel it. It's like, well, you know, let's just wait and see what happens. You know, we sometimes, like I said, even with the Ezra thing, we got to not act like fans. Okay. We got to pump the brakes on, you know, being fans. I know I get it. You get that fan brain, that fanboy or girl brain. And you're just like, you know, and, but some people, I mean, there's some people out there that's, they built their whole fucking identity on Twitter on just being that fan. And I know things. I'm going to tweet this out. I know I am in the know. I know. And I'm like, no fucker. You don't know anything. Okay. We got to relax and just kind of wait for the information to come out. (sighs) I'm on one today. I am. Anyways, okay, let's talk about Doctor Strange. So hopefully you guys got your tickets to Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. Okay, so um, hopefully you got your tickets. I got my tickets. Uh, I'm going to be seeing, of course, in IMAX. It's going to be great. It's going to be fantastic. Let's go through this, uh, this trailer right here that they posted specifically for today. I have yet to watch it because I was going to watch it with you guys. So let's kind of break it down right here. So here we go. Dream. I've been. It's only a minute long. It's not going to be much more. Every night. Same dream. So that's a dream of her getting married. The same. They're bringing that. Uh Nightmare. Jeez, that's here. The fate of the multiverse. See, fate of the multiverse sounds better. Depends on us. Careful, Steven. This path exacts a heavy... Gotta let those Raimi pushes. Oh! Okay. At least that third eye, huh? Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. Only in theaters May 6th. Fate of the Multiverse. That would have been kind of cool, but then again, reminds me of Fate of the Furious, which was a terrible title. 
So that looks good, of course. Not much more. I've been We've seen this shot right here. Dreaming. Right there. Kind of looks like his time stone a little bit right there, huh? Every night. So apparently he's dreaming about her getting married, huh? Obviously. And then, of course, we've got this little WandaVision uh, callback right here. She's like, oh, you see? I mean, again, again, Sam Raimi adding flavor, adding flavor to the MCU, man. That's what I love. Adding that flavor. That's a cool shot. I wonder how that's going to transition. Nightmare. Nightmare? Does it start with a K? Um, just kidding. Wrong universe. Look at that. And then that single tear that just falls right down. How perfect is that? I love that. She just says nightmare, and then that fucking tear just drops. Bloop. Damn. That's intense. So right here, Rachel McAdams was originally in this shot right here. I think there was like a still that has her right here, but she's not there right now. So they took her out of it. So that's weird. Marvel Marvel Studios doing that fucking shit where they remove people from the frame. We all know what's going on. We saw Spider-Man No Way Home. That's a cool shot. The fate of the multiverse. See, I like that title better. Come on, huh? See, Wong and, and, and Wanda fighting together. Everybody keeps on going back and forth. It's like, is she the villain or is she not the villain? What's happening here? See, and I always wonder. I'm always wondering. I'm always wondering because, okay, we got Miss uh, Chavez right there, and then there's somebody. There's got to be somebody in this container over here that is not in this trailer. Some people, I mean, there's there's talks that it might be Deadpool, which would be crazy. Careful, Steven. That's a cool shot. This path exacts a heavy toll. Yep, yep, yep. What's going on? How many people are here? And it's just a bunch of wizards. Just a bunch of wizards fighting. That's cool right there. I'm just saying. That's cool. Releasing that third okay. out. That's going to be the final battle. See, everybody's kind of wondering still who who that is. I mean, it's got to be like a Captain Marvel type, right? Some people are thinking that it might have been, uh, it might be Superior Iron Man. No way, it's not that. But uh, yeah, what's her name, right? Monica. Marvel Studios, Doctor Doctor Strange. So there you go. A lot of things. I mean, not much, you know, new stuff right there. But you know, still looks really cool. I just, I still can't accept that it's two hours and six minutes. I still can't accept that. When I bought the tickets today, it still it said two hours and six minutes. I'm like, really? This movie that's gonna have all this shit is gonna ha- is gonna only gonna be two hours and six minutes. I'm kind of worried about that. I'm not gonna lie, but at the same time, I'm like, well, maybe just I don't know, man. I I, I suspected it to be at least two hours and twenty to two and a half. To be honest, I mean, there's so much stuff that's in this film, and I'm just kind of going two hours. Two hours and uh, eight minutes, huh? That's that's just disappointing. I'm, and then it makes me worried again that studios coming in and going chop 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 chop. Um, you know, like with Morbius. But you know, I guess it should be okay. I mean, as long as it's just like, I mean, I guess there really doesn't need to be much. We've already had like a prologue, I guess you could say, with Spider-Man No Way Home. So that's kind of like the prologue. Like we already kind of get what, what's happening with everything. And now we're just going to go forward with this and whatever the hell. So I just hope that uh, I just, yeah, I guess we'll see. 
That's a standard length. Yeah, it's a standard length for like a normal type uh, action adventure movie. Sure. But this is Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. That's supposed to have all kinds of shit. And there's going to be a lot of cameos and different characters and a lot of story that's going to it. So, yes, it's standard for maybe your generic like action adventure movie. But this is a fucking this is supposed to be a pretty big pretty big movie so that's why i kind of question the runtime so yeah i don't know hopefully andrew shows up i don't know who knows scorsese is actually going to show up at dr strange appearance at cinema probably i wouldn't be surprised i wouldn't be surprised and then somewhere somewhere we're going to hear tyrese gibson cry (laughs) jesus christ moon knight so speaking of uh, dark kind of, well, I mean, he's not a wizard or anything like this. this is like when it comes to like Egyptian and the gods and stuff like that. But uh, Moon Knight episode two premiered uh, today. And uh, yeah, hopefully you guys watched it. I'm not going to give any spoilers in it. Uh, I think like, if anything, I, if you haven't been watching it, I'll probably give some, you know, little story points that were in the last episode into this one. Um, but this one, yeah, this one, we, um, I mean, obviously when it came to the last episode, he had to kind of figure out what was going on. And I really dug the fact that, that, uh, good old Steve, good old Steven, um, he was kind of just like blacking out when certain things were happening. And then all of a sudden he'd just like wake up and, you know, the uh, the situation was handled. So now we figured out that yes, there's the duality between Steven and Mark, which he's taught who he talks to, who doesn't have the accent, which I kind of like that duality of the fact that Steven, that they, that, that Oscar Isaac decided to go, you know what, let's do, let's do the British accent. You know, we are in London. Why not? And, and then when it comes to Mark, that'll be just like his normal voice, which is cool. And that, that sequence in the bathroom with all the mirrors and him talking. And then of course the uh, reveal of Moon Knight uh, beating the shit out of that one creature. I thought that was great. And uh, when it came to this one, we got a little bit more of that. And we get a little, little bit more of the backstory. We meet um, the other character, Layla, which we only heard. And uh, we find out a little bit about her because she knows Mark, doesn't know Steven. So it's, uh, it's, it's interesting. And then, of course, we, uh, um, we get um, Ethan, Ethan Hawke's character. I, I, fuck, I totally forgot what his character's name is. Somebody will remind me. Um, I'm still wondering, how do you, why is he walking around with glass in his shoes? <laughs> I mean, that was the opening shot of the first episode, and it was just like, oh, ow. And then it's like, you, I mean, they keep having that sound effect that he's had. But we get more, you know, we get more of his character, which he's very likable. He sounds like he wants to do good. Like you get, you, they, in this episode, Steven goes to like his little community, which you're like, oh, okay, cool. They're doing this or doing that. It sounds good. But of course he's, he's got another, uh, vendetta that he needs. He needs the, you know, he needs something. He needs a little artifact that's happening. So that he needs. And, uh, sure. We got, we got a really great shot. We saw it in the trailer. We get that really great shot with like the moon, like all big and huge and crescent. And we see moon Knight just leap from the from the rooftop and it goes right across the moon. It was really great shot. There's also another great shot in this, uh, in this too. The only thing that's kind of bothering me and it wasn't bothering me this much, but the score kind of bothers me a little bit, but then this episode, it didn't bother me as that much, but I don't know. It's, it's fine. It's not like it's going to ruin the whole thing for me, but I'm curious to see where it still goes. I'm still on board. Still, uh, still think it's great. Like, like Oscar Isaac, 
and uh, we'll see what happens. I'm kind of curious to see where it goes, and I'm kind of curious, like, what other, is there going to be any other characters, or is it just going to fully just stay alone in its own thing? Hopefully it does. I guess we'll see. Anyways, all right, so there you go. There's my review for, by legend, um, very lickable. <laughs> all right, take it easy, legend. Somebody said very lickable. I'm not sure what, what you're talking about, but uh, maybe I shouldn't ask. Anyways, okay, so uh, Twitter questions. Yeah, I know maybe some people, some people were, uh, I, tweet, I deleted the last tweet because, you know, what happened with the fucking stream, man. Um, but, you know, it happens. X-Men Red, huh, interesting. All right. Eric, so Dave, for everyone talking about letting go of Henry Cavill Superman, true, it's an inside source, but still, it fits all of the facts Worst case scenario, two berries, two universes, one uh, being the Snyderverse Faith. Uh, Faith, Alfred Faith. You know what I like about this uh, article right here? I saw this article. It popped up on my uh, timeline. What I really thought was funny about this article is the fact that uh, it says, Henry Cavill, Superman, and Ben Affleck, Batman, safe in safe and can return in the flash they were really going for that seo man if you guys know anything about seo um i mean because you know normally if you were to actually talk you would say henry cavill's superman ben affleck's batman but they left out you know they left out the uh the, the s they left out that uh the apostrophe s because it's better for seo <laughs> I'm just saying you type in Henry Cavill and then it just be like Superman. I mean, the SEO is really in there. So talk about uh, really uh, getting into that Google SEO right there. But uh, I mean, yeah, I mean, that's kind of like a given. It's nothing new. It's nothing new. We can all just kind of like go, yeah, door is always open. It's not like anything's going to be, you know, it's always the the doom and gloom fucking diehard Snyder fans, uh, the fans that um that get all doom and gloom about that whole thing but yeah i saw that article and that was that's what kind of made me laugh because like i you know thinking because i'm always constantly you know adding tags and trying to figure out titles for shit you know i just i, I found it funny that there was no apostrophe s i'm like oh they're they're really trying to get that seo thing hey we got fear jason and his logo right there that's right everybody's making them logos for rebel moon looks pretty good jason i dig it Ronak, I remember watching John Campia's show for Rob, to be honest. And Rob mentioned that DC might have changed the state of movies as a plan to discover murder, to discovery merger. Looking at his comments kind of makes sense why Toby is still employed. What do you think? Rob mentioned that DC might have changed the slate of movies as a plan to, to, uh, for, for discovery merger, I'm guessing you're saying. Um, I mean, there's a possibility... I don't know. I'm just kind of I'm, I'm wondering. I mean, that's the thing. We don't know the logistics of everything behind the scenes. That's the thing. By the way, Hezra's pronouns are they or them. Yeah, I know. I tried. <laughs> I tried, Mike. Soup's Kenobi. I cannot support the Flash, but because of Ezra, uh, not because of Ezra, but because it sounds like Warner Brothers offered them to help during this time, offered no help during this time and pressed on as normal. It if working on this movie was triggering for Ezra, then Warner Brothers should have paused until they were better or suspended it indefinitely. See, that's again, this is going this is again 
what I, I what I was seeing on my timeline is people are automatically going fucking Warner Brothers. They should have just stopped everything, halted the whole thing and got him help. How do we know that? We don't know exactly what's going on. We're just going by some fucking insider that supposedly was on set. Who knows? And then at the same time, from what I've gathered is Ezra, again, is all about this movie, wants to get this movie out there. It's a passion project. So I can understand if if they did ask him, he would have said no. Ezra just, no, let's continue on. We'll do it. Let's go on. Let's get this. But of course, everybody's an expert. Everybody who apparently has an insider on the set. I don't know. See, that's the thing. We're automatically just pointing fingers, and we don't exactly know what the hell was going on. Just seems like to me, I mean, it seems like to me that Ezra really wants this movie to come out. So, man, yeah. So the pressure was on, trying to deal with stuff. I don't know. Yeah. 30 minutes of Riddler. No! That's funny. I like that. That's hilarious. Uh, let's see, Mr. Doste Tiamat. Uh, I can never say your name right. So, are Toby and Walter still on? Still in? As of right now, they are. Uh, Dylan. Here's a comic strip. Dad, there is a uh, separatist under my bed. Hello there, <laughs> General Kenobi. That's funny. And then we have uh, Marcelo Morales. Okay, flagged. I'm not going to click that, by the way. Um... Marcellus Mendes, why, Dave? Why? Yeah, just when I thought they'd pull me right back in. That's right. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna do that because that is marked as sensitivity. Mr. Robert Pattinson is my mom. Don't know why he keeps sending me that stuff. It's weird, but what can he do? Anyways, but yeah. So I guess uh, now for my final thoughts, as Jerry Springer would say. Now that we're wrapping up this week, and God knows what's going to be happening tomorrow, we just got to be patient. You know, I mean, like I said, it just seems like everybody just just knows exactly what happened on the set, knows exactly. I mean, there was a there was a Twitter account the other day. I think it was over the weekend that mentioned the Ezra situation at that bar and it completely flipped it to everybody in that bar that that works at that bar and people at that bar are all just basically bigots and they kicked him out and he was defending people and all this stuff. And it completely flipped it to where Ezra was not not in the wrong at all. And a bunch of people were just bigots, 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 which seems a little uh, if you're going to run a bar in, in Honolulu or Hawaii, um, if you're bigoted, that's you're not going to get a lot of business. So that's why I didn't really report that. A lot of people, of course, automatically were like, well, shit, this changes everything. Look at this. Ezra is perfectly fine. It was. Ezra didn't do anything. And you just can't do that when some random Twitter account just goes, oh, yeah, this is what I heard. That's what that's a, that's the problem that's also happening today, too, when it comes to social media, when it comes to Twitter, when it comes to all that stuff is the fact that when you hear what you want to hear, you automatically just go up. Oh, there you go. See, confirmed. I, I don't know by who, but it's confirmed. I like what they have to say right there. This is why the scooping game sucks. This is why I hate the scooping game. I mean, I saw people. Patting themselves on the back today when it comes to shit like this, like when it comes to everything. And it's just like, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. We're talking about a movie star that we like a lot that's going through some shit and you're patting yourself on the back because it confirms different kind of scoops. I mean, come on. That's what's so ugly about the scooping game. And I hate it. That's why I hate it so much, because it's like 
it's all about confirming. And then, of course, you know, it just makes you feel good. Ah, that's right. Got that one right. It's like, stop it. Stop it. It's fine. You know? We're all right every now and again, of course. And, uh, you know, sometimes, but I do like it when people have great discussions on streams, on various streams, whether it be my stream, whether it be Real Motion, whether it be uh, Point Dexter Lounge, whether it be uh, anybody's stream. They, you know, everybody has healthy discussions, and then, you know, you kind of piece everything together. You take this and you take that, and there's some people that were, that were totally th saying that Toby Emmerich was not going to get let go, mainly because of his contract that is good until November. Is it going to be renewed? We got to wait. We got to wait and see what happens. We can't just automatically just go, oh, yeah, he's gone. He's going to be gone. I know it. I can feel it. It's because you're a fan. It's because you're a fan. But you never know when it comes to the Hollywood machine. You just never know. Old guard, new guard, hopefully. I mean, Jason Kylar was the new guard. He was the new guard. And he didn't, and uh, he pissed off the old guard big time. And now he's gone, or he's going to be gone. Hopefully he ends up somewhere. I wouldn't be surprised. Netflix, somewhere, you know, just swipes him up. But the old guard is still pretty strong, sadly. And Toby Emmerich is definitely part of the old guard. But like I said, maybe something will happen that'll cause uh, some more light to be shine on the man and just kind of like... Uh, really get him out of there where uh, he disappears like Mr. Sujihara. So we'll see. But yes, it's just all about being patient, guys. But there's nothing wrong with just having healthy discussions and helping everything. Let's just not snap to conclusions and automatically assume what happened on the set. Okay, don't assume. You know what assume is? It's making an ass out of you and me. Anyways, guys, that's it. All right, so it's Wednesday. So yeah, like I said, no uh, Film Junkie Live tomorrow. I will be seeing Sonic the Hedgehog. So expect my first reaction review. I will be, uh, of course, posting my Thursday exclusive on uh, Patreon. So if you want to join that and get all that, get the outtakes and stuff like that, I promise you I'll get those casual Batman outtakes on there and hopefully we'll get some more casual Batman content coming. So look forward to that. And then, of course, uh, I'll let you know who's going to be joining the vodka stream on Friday. Should be another fun one, of course. And uh, we'll do all that. And, uh, yeah, hopefully we'll get some better news tomorrow or some more news. Who knows? Who knows what's going to happen? Who knows? Anyways, guys, smash that like thumbs up before you leave. Make sure you subscribe to the channel. Hit that notification bell. Become a member if you want to. And then, of course, you got the links down below for Patreon, all the sock meds, and, uh, of course, the film junkie closet. All right, guys, love you. Talk to you later.